Hello, welcome to Parrot Bliss, Journey Really in Parroting. I'm Kaylin, and my yellow-naped Amazon Lorenza is here. You'll hear her moaning and groaning, making her sounds. You want to say hi? <laughs> and in this episode, we are going to talk to you about how to choose your parrot as far as making sure that you are making a choice for a healthy, happy parrot. What are the signs to look for? What, you know, parrots are not inexpensive. How do you choose so that you get a parrot that isn't sick? Because let me tell you that I got a parrotlet. Um, she was, what, my, my second parrot. <clears throat> and... Um, Oh, I was in love, and five days later she died, and I think I cried for five days. Um, by the time you know, when I, by the time I brought her home, I knew. Like I then, when I was looking at her and stuff, I'm going, oh, I think there's something wrong. But like I was already attached, so it's really good to learn to recognize some signs, kind of learn to know what to look for when you're buying a bird so that you don't wait until it's too late and you're attached or, um, you know, it's too late and you have them and now you have a sick bird or a dying bird, that kind of thing. So what are the signs to look for? Now, the truth is, it's, it's in a way, it's really obvious. You want to look to make sure that they look the way they would. What is it? You want attention, don't you? Pet. You want to make sure that they look they, the way they would look, the way um, they are in a photograph online. In other words, if you do a search for a yellow-naped Amazon online, you're not likely to see <clears throat> sick birds. You're likely to see a happy, healthy bird. So what you're seeing is a bird whose nostrils are not snotty. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like a human. You want to make sure that they don't, you know, they're not like runny or there's no dry mucus, that kind of thing. Just like we would look when we have a cold. Same with their eyes. You want to make sure there's no discharge or like cloudiness. Um, I also look to see if their eyes look kind of like really heavy and tired. And it's, a little difficult sometimes the parrot is just waking up or they're sleepy it's time for their nap they do take naps so the eyes can be a little tricky but it is something that you can look for um, and look at a vibrant excited looking eye versus a tired you know, worn out looking eye kind of thing. So, you know, is there a glimmer in their eye? And there may not be, but the idea is that can give you some clues. Next, you want to look at their beak. Parrots have hook bills. That's another name for them <clears throat> because their bill looks like a hook. Um, I suspect that's where Captain Hook got his name. But anyway, um, you want to look to see that they have the hook. And you want to look to see that it's not really long, like overgrown. You want to look to see that it's not wonky, crooked, 
um, misformed, misshaped. So you want like a nice curve, that nice hook that just curves over kind of thing. It's, of course, a little difficult depending on whether the parrot you're buying is tame and whether or not they're friendly. It can be really difficult to kind of really see their beak, but if you can see their beak all the way sort of to the end of their mouth kind of thing, that's a good thing to do because sometimes the feathers at their cheeks can fan out or they'll fan them out and it kind of hides their beak. So if you're able, you want to sort of look behind the fanning and and just sort of really see um, their beak. Lorenza, for example, I see that her feathers don't really fan and hide her beak very much. But Gala's, as the opposite example, their feathers can almost hide the bottom beak and it almost looks like they only have a top beak. So, of course, it's there, but in other words, you know, depending on the bird, you may not be able to really see the beak. So you want to do your best to see as much as you can. Next, you want to look at their feet. If their talons, I call them talons, I don't know if that's the right word or not, Um, If their talons or their nails kind of thing are really, really long, you know, that's a sign that maybe they're not being groomed, they're not being taken care of real well. So that's something for you to be aware of. It doesn't have to be a negative. It doesn't mean that it's an unhealthy bird, but it's a clue. Next, within the skin of their feet, um, you know, you want to make sure that they have two toes pointing forward, two toes pointing backward. And those talons at the end of each. Um, Birds, when they fight, one of the things that they do is that they will peck each other's feet and they will even bite off toes. So if they have toes bitten off, you know, that's a clue that something's happened where maybe they haven't been taken care of real well. Maybe they've been in a situation where um, they're not really being watched. Maybe there's too many birds in one cage and they're fighting with each other. So again, it doesn't mean that it's a sick bird, but it's a clue, you know. I think it's really good to just be aware so you know what you're getting into. Be aware so, you know, certain clues might add up to give you a feeling, a sense. so it's just, you know, another clue to look for, another thing to look for. Yeah. Now, if their feet have, like, little yeah. white fuzz on it, right. and yeah. it would grow beyond uh, their, their skin, like beyond their actual foot, yeah. and not, it's not like an inch yeah. beyond, but, but it's also not just, I mean, it, it starts flat on their feet, but um, it's, if they have fuzz... Yeah. Um, It can be mites, and Uh so um, you want to look and see, because if they have sort of like some little, it's almost like little white fuzz, and it it almost forms Uh little balls. Uh So you kind of just want to look. If their feet look nice and clean, Uh great. If their feet Uh have little white fuzzies on them, Uh you still might be fine. Like you might feel like you Uh can handle that, but that's really good Uh to be aware of because when Uh you bring them home, you certainly want to quarantine them. Uh, because you don't, if you have any other animals, you don't want to bring them home and um, 
have them spread uh-huh. the mites and have your, uh-huh. if you have other birds, have them get uh-huh. them, which can happen. Um, uh-huh. And by the way, if they do have those mites, one of the uh-huh. things, um, there's uh-huh. medicine. You can buy medicine, uh-huh. and I think you can buy it at any exotic um, uh-huh. pet store, bird pet uh-huh. store. And I think you can also uh-huh. buy it online. I mean, you uh-huh. can. Um, uh-huh. But uh-huh. along those lines... You can always take your new bird to the vet, point out the fuzz, and you know have them help you out with that. Um, and at home, you can care for them as well by getting some good lotions. And I think my vet, I believe she said that they're supposed to be like oil-free lotions, so more like a butter. All right. For example, there's mango butter or shea butter, you know, that kind of thing. Check with your vet as ah. to ah. what you can safely put on ah. your parrot's feet or what you ah. cannot. But there are things ah. like that you can get um, <clears throat> to help their feet. Because sometimes ah. parrots, their feet can get dry. Ah. Or it can help prevent things like the mites because the mites can't breathe ah. if it's you know if they're yeah. covered yeah. in um, the oil, which yeah. it's it you know it's yeah. like putting lotion on your hands kind yeah. of thing. It just it helps yeah. your skin. It helps protect your skin. It helps keep you yeah. hydrated. Next, yeah. if you're able, you want to look you know sort of do yeah. an inspection yeah. of the yeah. bird's body and wings. Yeah. You're you're very talkative tonight, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Are you helping? Yeah. Are you helping? Yeah. Is it exciting? Um, if you're able, you want to try to look under their wings, uh, and that may be too much to ask, but if you are able, it's a great thing to do. You want to look to see that their wings are healthy, <laughs> happy that they have wings. Um, and I know that sounds a little funny, but I have a cockatiel who has a funky wing and it's just a birth defect I think from uh, overbreeding uh, so had uh, I inspected her when I was getting her you know uh, I, I think I would have passed which is uh, a little sad uh, to me like it kind of breaks my heart because you know then the bird doesn't uh, get a home but hopefully uh, it teaches the person uh, selling them to make sure to take better care of their birds and mix blood and you know that kind of thing so um so if you're able, you know, you just gently would pull out the wings and look at the wings. And if you have ever taken your bird, your parrot to the vet, they do the same. So you can kind of also learn from watching them. But you just gently extend their wings and kind of see that there's an arc and, and gently see that uh, it does extend. It's sort of fluid and their wings can open kind of thing. If you're able, while you're down there, you can also see, make sure that they don't have any feather mites. Again, that's probably a little too much to see, and I think the feather mites are really, really small. So you may not be able to see, but if they then sort of scratch under their feather, that could be a clue that they have them. So, you know, you and I are not veterinarians, uh, and we don't know what to look for, but that doesn't mean that we should be totally... Uh, just, you know, trusting anyone who might sell us a parrot. I think it's really important to sort of be smart about it, to have some 
at least visual things to look for, you know, the nose, the eyes, the beak, the feet, because those are things that you can visually inspect without even touching the bird kind of thing, um, so that you feel a little more confident, a little more comfortable about the bird that you're getting. And that way, the seller also knows, hopefully, that they can't just sort of sell anything to you. Um, that you know you kind of know what you're looking for, and uh, therefore they should hopefully uh, take you a little more uh, seriously. Make sure not to give you a bird that's ill or something like uh, that. All right. Um, along those lines, one or two more uh, things to look for: uh, when a bird is nice and fluffy, just really fluffed uh, up, that right. that can be a uh, sign of uh, illness. Um, it can right. also just be uh, a defense mechanism. Uh, and what I mean by that is, what, what? Birds will fluff up when they're trying to look big and bad and mean because they don't want you to do anything to them. So, so they're trying to look as, as just big and powerful as they can. But generally speaking, after you know, a few seconds, a lot of birds will shake, shake it out and then they'll de-fluff their feathers and they'll sort of flatten their feathers again. But when a bird is sick, they will fluff their feathers because they're sort of hiding the fact that they're sick. And they might be hiding the fact that they're losing weight. Um, You're probably not going to weigh the bird. And you wouldn't know what weight to compare them to anyway. In other words, you don't know what they weighed when they were healthy. So that's nothing that you can really figure out. But if they're all fluffy... And if they're sort of cowering at the back of the cage or on the bottom of the cage, those are indications that there could very well be something wrong. It could be a shy bird, but, um, well, you know, and it really could be a shy bird. And honestly, I have two green cheek conures that are like that. They are the sweetest girls ever, um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with them. But... They do okay. hide a little. Okay. They do. They don't yeah. cower at the bottom of the cage, okay. but they certainly scurry off. Um, they don't fluff up, but they yeah. do sort of. Um, one of them, yeah. she sort of yeah. leans her head down a little, like she's being yeah. a little meek and a little yeah. subtle and a yeah. little quiet. So yeah. you you can confuse yeah. that, and so it's sort of good to be aware. Okay. Because you could say to yourself, you know, this could be just a little bit of a shy bird. Maybe the bird got a little uh, pecked, right? I mean, in other words, not, not, I don't mean necessarily physically, although it probably could be physical. But there's a pecking order with birds. So you can check and see, you know, it's like maybe she's just a little shy or he, or maybe they're fluffed up because something's really wrong. Um, And just in case you don't know, even when birds molt their feathers, yeah. which means just like you and I, the way we, we lose hair, we, you know, like if you brush your hair, some hair comes out because you're constantly growing new yeah. hair and constantly yeah. losing a few hairs. Birds yeah. do the same. It's okay. called molting, but they only do it. Um, it depends on the breed. It depends on the bird. It, it depends on a lot of things, but they don't do it all of the time. They only do it, you know, maybe a couple times a year. Maybe three. I don't. I don't know if that's really true. I think I've heard that it could be, but um, all right. They don't ever lose all of their feathers at once. 
So that's another thing to look for. Like if their belly's got no feathers or their back or something, that means that they're picking their feathers. And they pick at their feathers when they're stressed, when they're sick. Um, you know, that's, that's a fair indication that something's wrong. Sometimes it just means that they're stressed and they can adjust to new home and you might be able to really help them come back from it. Although it can... It can create a, a bad habit once a bird starts plucking its feathers. Sometimes it won't stop. But um, it, it again, it's not something that guarantees that you should not buy this bird. But it's another clue. It's another thing to be aware of so that you know what you are potentially getting yourself into. You know, so that if you see a bird like that, you're kind of going, okay, you know, this bird might be stressed or there might be something wrong with the bird. And at least that way you are making a wiser decision when you choose whether or not to buy the bird. No bird is going to be perfect, of course, but a really reputable exotic pet shop, bird store, um, they are going to have nice, healthy birds. Uh, They're going to be a little more expensive, but they're going to have really nice birds, more expensive than a breeder or maybe than a private seller. Um, but generally speaking, uh-huh. those are going to be safe bets. Uh-huh. I have seen some uh, pet stores, though, that have birds. I mean, my parlette was from uh-huh. one, so they are not like all like all. <laughs> they are uh-huh. not all like that. Uh-huh. Don't um, you know? Don't assume uh-huh. that just because it's a store that you went into uh-huh. that they do have a good uh-huh. reputation. You know, check online, see if they have reviews. Check and see if they have a uh-huh. Facebook page. You know, kind of give yourself an idea um, and and look for the things that, that I've talked about now so that at least you're going to hopefully be able to feel good about making as educated of a decision as you can. And, you know, after all, um, some birds aren't perfect and our cockatiel, you know, there's nothing wrong with him. I you know, I don't know. He's he's happy. My daughter loves him. Uh, he belongs to my daughter. And, you know, there's just nothing wrong with him other than that. I don't know what repercussions that might give him in the wild. I know he, you know, he can't fly, so he wouldn't have survived. But in a home, it may be fine. So there's not necessarily anything wrong with it. It, I think it's just really yeah. important to know what to look for yeah. and to have a really good idea yeah. so that you know. If, For example, if you look at some of these signs and you see some signs yeah. and you decide that yeah. you still want to get the yeah. bird, maybe you yeah. also know that it's really important yeah. to take them to an avian vet as soon as you can yeah. so that the vet can help out. I've been really impressed yeah. with the avian vets we've gone to yeah. Um, when one's not available and I've had to go to another kind of thing, you know, I can't say that they look at them and know, but it's pretty close. Um, they look at them and they're like, oh, there's this, oh, it's that, you know. So um, that, you know, that is an additional expense, but after you've invested in a bird and in a cage and toys and stuff, you might as well do the vet and make sure that you have a nice, happy, healthy bird kind of thing. It's, of course, recommended anytime you purchase a bird, but if you purchase a bird that you suspect you know, may have an issue, then it's all that much more important.
Uh, All right. I uh, hope that really helps you. Was that uh, was that great, Lorenza? Uh, Did you give uh, him a lot of help? Because a parrot that you love and that loves you is not just a pet. They're a real companion in the sense that it's a very intimate relationship because, um, you know, you you monitor their poop. Um, they, you know, you, you take care of them on, on a very personal level. And they are a companion also in the sense that they tend to outlive most pets. And of course it depends on the bird. The larger birds live longer, but I've had some of the best cats and dogs in the world. And um, you know, it's heartbreaking when they die 10, 15 years into their lives, and that's a normal lifespan for them. Um, whereas a parrot, you know, the middle-sized parrots, they can live 20, 30, 40, 50 years, depending on how well they're taken care of. And the larger birds, you know, they tend to be like 40, 50, 60, up to 100 years kind of thing. So it's more intimate in the sense that you don't just buy the dog food and give your dog table scraps kind of thing. You have to know that you can't feed your parrot things like avocados because that's toxic. You have to really watch their food because not only do they get pellets, but... They should also get fresh um, veggies and some fruits um, and not too many seeds. So it's like it's more intimate because, you you know, there's more sort of like taking care of them. One nice thing about dogs and cats is you, you can probably throw their bed into the wash, comes out, and you're done. Whereas parrots, you have to clean their cage and change their water sometimes twice or three times a day because they put their pellets in it and they poop in it. So it's a more intimate relationship in that sense. It's more involved, I think. Um, I feel like it's a, a bigger commitment. So it's really important to know what you're getting into. I think it's really important to feel good, like either you know that there might be an issue or you know what to avoid kind of thing. Or to feel like, you know what, I looked for signs. I think I really got a good, wonderful companion that's going to be happy and um, be my companion for sometimes for the rest of my life kind of thing. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. If you love your parrots and you're on a parrot journey, be sure to subscribe so that you catch our next podcast to help you out. Um, also, check us out on Facebook or suggest topics you'd like us to cover. Facebook.com forward slash Thanks for joining us.